0: Hello everyone! Welcome to an action-packed, exciting, non-stop thrill ride that is ARG Presents. I'm Amigo Aaron. Joined by the man that on the Enterprise of Life would be your Ensign Crusher character. I give you the Brent.
1: Uh, Man, just put me in a red shirt and throw me at an airlock. I'm (laughs) done.
0: Listen, (laughs) if you're going to serve aboard any Enterprise, I'm not sure today's topic is the one you want to serve upon. (laughs) (laughs) So, Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, We spun the wheel last week. We made the deal. Few people saw that spin, but by God, we did it. We assure you we did spin it. And this (laughs) week, Brent, we'll be playing games on the Enterprise 64 slash 128. Yes. Which is
1: really just the Enterprise 128.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. You know, it's like anything. If you can go with a higher number, that's the one you go for. Hey, that's it. So, you know, I'd heard of this computer before, believe it or not, uh, and I had not uh, ever, uh, I had not ever done anything with it. Uh, did you? What was your experiences uh, before this week with the Enterprise One Twenty Eight?
1: Absolutely nothing. I did not know it existed, uh, and, and I am so surprised that uh, there is a fairly thriving community out there involving this machine
0: yeah it, it, it is a surprise I, I mean there they're, it's they're pretty organized too yes you know I, uh, I have to say the uh, um, the information was not that difficult to obtain the software was right right out there and they've got an emulator that it hasn't been updated for about 20 25 years but it's a an it emulator yeah works. Yeah. it works it works fine so uh, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the actual computer a little bit here. An interesting looking uh, computer. You've got a little looks awesome. You got a little Love Amstrad it. color in there. Plus, I, one of the reasons I remember this computer is because of the built-in joystick. Yeah, it's so one of these computers that has the built. What do you think about a computer with a built-in joystick in lieu of like your arrow keys, Brent?
1: Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> it, it, it it's the same thing as when you hardwire your joysticks to your console. If you've got a problem, what are you going to do?
0: You're bone. That's you're, it. You're, you're big time boned, and, and that's that's always something that <clears throat> I just I mean, you can understand in this day and age that when they did that, they thought they were actually providing additional, uh, you know, perks. But it's not necessarily what I would want. Uh, so this is another in a long line of these computers that were that originated in the UK. You know. Uh, right about the same time. Now this thing was released June 23rd of '85, but it had been in the works and uh, since eight, in, before '83. It was announced in '83. Yes. They had a lot of problems getting this thing out the door, and so and oh, and that right there probably screwed it because if you've got this thing coming out in '83 or '84. You got something, you've but by a 85, big yeah. you're in the same year, in 85 was the same year the Amiga 1000 was released, for example, and so that now you're walking into the land of the giants, and so yeah. this probably ain't gonna, ain't gonna feed the bulldog. Uh, of course, you had two flavors, uh, you've got the uh, Enterprise 64 with 64K, and then you've got the Enterprise 128 with the 128K, so clearly you know which one, which way to go. Um this is yet another computer that had a Zilog uh, Z80A in it, running at four megahertz. Uh, the ha- it had uh, you know graphics that were okay. Uh, it could go it could go uh, six seventy two times five twelve with two colors, so monochrome, uh, and then most of the gra- games used two fifty six by 160, 16 colors. That's, still, that's not hideous, you know. That's not too bad. Three-channel sound, not too bad. It had a RGB outputs on it, not too bad there. Printer port, you know. Uh, not too bad. You know, external power supply, because that's the way they used to do it back in the day. And, of course, that onboard joystick was uh, was a delight. Brand. Here's now, the thing, though, Aaron. Yeah.
1: All those stats are pretty amazing for 83. Yeah. And pretty horrible for
0: eighty-five. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with you there. And what really, when they released this thing in eighty-five, you know, you've what you've got going on there uh, was just the the home computer market was sort of taking a, a slight dip. You know, but you got to think this is when eighty-five is right about the time that the the, the market started reloading with. The, like I said, the Amiga one thousand uh, arrived. Your you also had your Atari ST computers. Honing in the view, and so what that means is you're entering that 16-bit era. Yeah, and, and when you're releasing something like this, uh, you're just you're tardy to the party. You know. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh, this this thing has a pretty decent gaming library. I mean, I was actually pretty huge. surprised. Absolutely and, huge, and a lot of stuff that you would expect to see, you know, on a computer uh, 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 of this era. You know, I mean, big releases. Uh, the uh, uh stuff that, you know. I saw I saw plenty of games that I'd seen on like the ZX Spectrum or, or the or the C sixty four. Sure. And I think this game, this machine would probably f- fall, you know, right there with those machines. But I wouldn't say. Would you say this is a superior machine to say uh you know, C one twenty eight or a, or even a, or, or or something or you know the, or the Spectrum or the Amstrad? I mean, I, I it it might technically yeah. be uh I be mean, better
1: it's it's i think it's superior to the spectrum uh-huh. i think it's superior to the amstrad
0: really um, the amstrad i'd say this is probably to me this seems like something in the same ballpark. pretty park. equal yeah. yeah i think actually pretty equal to the amstrad um the uh but i mean the overall this machine and i was talking to Brett before the show we had to this is one of those machines where you don't get to just hit click double click the rom and then play the game you got to get in there and get and get down and dirty and funky go to work and so uh, um, we learned a little bit about the OS, and I, you know, which is you know it's a it was a, a DOS type OS. You're going in there and typing DOS commands, but it did have some shortcut keys and stuff. And it was actually, I mean, it it seemed fairly pleasant to deal with. I thought. What about you?
1: Yeah, uh, Aaron had a little more difficulties getting everything to work on this than I did. Uh, I would recommend the EN thirty two emulator for anyone who is wanting to check this out Mm -hmm. um and just so you know it wants you to have a directory that it uses as a tape drive and once you tell it what directory that is you can't just dump everything into it right if that won't work uh at least the way i was doing it you put one thing in there and it reads it just like a tape drive and then all you have to do is click to start Pick the the main file, and the emulator will do everything else for you. It's so it's pretty convenient. Just know going in that you just can't dump everything into that one file,
0: and everything has to be uncompressed. It's funny because I didn't use cassette to load my games or yours. I used the disc drive, uh, and that that was the way I went. It was I so I didn't have to I didn't have to go the tape route. Uh, this thing did have a disc drive, uh, you know. I. I'm looking over this thing's history, but how many of these things do you figure were made? I've got a I've got a number here. That, that there is... are
1: so many pieces of software for this thing, it had to have done at least okay. There has to have been a country, uh, and I would say it was Hungary. Uh,
0: yeah, there's that... a lot of Hungary. There's a lot of Hungarian interest in this particular item. Yeah,
1: right. So I'm, but although that's still not a huge user base, I'm gonna say.
0: 30,000. Well, you're not that far off. A, uh, the, apparently, the first batch of these were made was 80,000, and that was, from what I've read on Wiki here, it's the only batch that was made. So, you've got... I wonder if they sold all those. I, oh, I'd say by now they, they would have. Uh, they, uh... uh, they, uh 80,000, not a huge number. This was considered a major uh, flop-roo. I mean, it died a death, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, so, a, as you would expect, but Again, it just they took too long, you know, and, yeah. and and when you take that long, that's the problem you're going to have. But I mean, overall, I, just as a layman who just uh, just fooled with it this week, I, I thought I thought it seemed like a pretty decent little machine, you know, all yes. things considered. Um, I, will say, I, I will say I will say having this, used. I'm sorry, go ahead, Brent.
1: I feel as the uh, the software for this because I looked at a few different things all over the map. All over the map. I I mean, it has some of the worst, uh, you know, not like they did, like they didn't even try, like two color garbage, up to some really impressive platforming stuff. Um, the games we picked, I don't think, are highly representative
0: of the system. I think you're right. And of course, uh, this is I once again picked my game on which one had the coolest sounding name. Uh, because I didn't know anything about these games, I didn't want to. I mean, I could have picked like Zaxxon or something. I wanted to pick something that was I'd never heard of and that was exclusive to the system. So that, I also wanted to pick something exclusive to the system. Yeah. and yeah. sometimes when you pick something exclusive to the system, it didn't get ported to other systems for a reason. <laughs> That's right. right? If, if you know what I mean. So that is right. Uh, I will say, if you're planning on emulating this, the Tosec is out there for all the you know all the discs. Uh, you can get it off of archive.org and. I will say in Mess, I had trouble, and Mess does say it doesn't has gotten this thing firmly emulated. and It's not lying. I I had uh, I couldn't get the games to start, so I had to go with the emulator Brent was talking about, that's the one I'd recommend if you want to try these out. And coincidentally, we didn't get any user reviews this week, and I think part of the reason was people were sort of intimidated. Whenever we do these computers, they can get a little wacky, yeah, you know. And so this and, is out there, yeah, it, it is. So all that said, we were tasked. Uh, Brent, with coming up with the game, and, and, and like you said, in a fairly sizable library, you surprisingly know, surprisingly large, yeah, I surprisingly, mean, hundreds, yeah, yeah, hundreds of games, yeah. And uh, we picked uh, a couple. I'll <laughs> Just put it that way. I will lead the charge. this week. I'll will be the curtain jerker, Brent. You know me. When it comes to these, uh, when it comes to these uh, old computers, I like the cool sound of games, and there is no cooler name in all of gaming. Than the devil's lair, yeah, the devil's lair, Brent, a a uh, uh, a crazy madcap tangle with with Satan himself, old pitch, not really, but that's in my <laughs> mind. So, I uh I had to look long and hard to find the liner notes for this, but I found them, and I'd like to I'd like to read them to you here to give you an idea of what this game is all about. So, you are trapped in the devil's lair. Which, you know that ain't good. A creepy labyrinth of caverns filled with deadly traps. You must collect keys to open the chests, which are scattered about the lair. But beware. Running through the lair will drain your energy rapidly. That's true. You will need to eat and drink regularly in the devil's lair, mind you, to stay alive.
1: <laughs> Plenty of burgers and wine in It's funny in the how that lair. works.
0: That is how. What a combination. The devil's got some eccentric taste in food. <laughs> and like everything else in this creepy cave, you must take enormous risks to keep going. That is an understatement, <laughs> my friends. Uh, you travel around the layer by using the joystick built into your Enterprise. Jump with the spacebar, and I wanted to mention that part because that seems to be the modus operandi for a lot of these games. The, the Jumping with the space bar. So that space bar probably took a beating Yeah. Uh, on the on these games. Although it's got a nice big space bar, so good for them. Right. So this game, uh, as far as I could tell, was released on cassette, but at least was collected on disc, if not outright sold on disc. I wasn't 100% sure on that. <clears throat> as you can imagine, uh, Brent, there was not a, a... These games weren't exactly what I would call a ton of... Of information on these things, but we—I dug up what I could. At least, oh, certainly not in our native tongue. That's right. I had—I had to use Google Translate more than a little bit. Yes. So, absolutely. Once I got this game to load, and of course, <sighs> I was confronted with what it looked—what like, I thought looked like a, a an interesting platform game, and I was half right. It is a platform game, but this is the this game. It's funny. Our games are eerily similar, Brent. And they they fall into the category of, uh, of manic minor. games that punish you just for loading them and playing them. You will be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You must be hurt, infidel. How dare you load these games? Now you're going to pay, and pay I did <laughs> uh, by not even managing to get off the first level of this game. This game. Well, that, I don't think that's. <clears throat> you mean you didn't get out of the first screen? No, I did not get off the first screen of this game. Uh, wow! I, didn't, I will say, it, did you? Oh yeah. Did you use save states?
1: No, in this game I didn't. I, oh, I well, was able to get to about
0: eight different screens. Holy smokes! I don't know. I like to see your secret because I was getting killed. This this game answers the question: What if you made a dragon's lair but only put in the death scenes? That's what this <laughs> game would be. Everywhere you take your guy in the devil's layer is deadly. I mean, the devil was no joke. This guy's killing suckers at an alarming rate. It starts you out with a bunch of men. You're thinking to yourself, "Heck, I'm good to go." Everything you touch that's not a hamburger or a glass of wine <laughs> or a key, <laughs> you're dead. There's yeah. spikes. There's there's a uh, like it uh, looks like landmines. There's uh, uh there's uh freaking lasers. There's fire. <laughs> there's knives that stick up on the floor. Everything you hit can kill you, and I will say it kills you in an amusing way. Your really well animated. Yeah, when your guy dies, he doesn't just sorta of die. I mean, he straight up gets murdered. He gets killed. He gets stabbed. He crumples up. He catches on fire, and there's a fire animation. Him going like ah. Uh, when he hits a bomb, it explodes. Lasers like disintegrate him. It's crazy time all the he time. He actually
1: sinks into the spikes real yeah. slow. Yeah. Oh, a la Mortal Kombat.
0: I was thinking more like uh, when you get impaled in Prince of Persia, you know See, that yes. kind of thing. Uh, this game is really tough. Uh, you all, and it's also the way it's po- positioned. You have to jump. I mean, it's it's just one of those manic minor type games where you have to jump directly beside the most dangerous thing in the game. Every time. Yeah. If you're off by one pixel, you get killed. That's yeah. it. Uh, there's a score. As an added bonus, just when you think to yourself, well, maybe I can get through this. There is an energy bar at the bottom. And since you're in the devil's lair, and apparently the devil programmed this, it goes slowly down. So if you don't, like they said in the uh, on the liner notes, if you don't eat or drink before that bar goes down to nothing, you're dead. Yeah. So, th- so there's none of this. I'm going to stand and there's around no race at-
1: period. Yeah, you are all- just I'll-
0: dead. There's no standing around. It's kind of like figure out your how you're going to play it. No, that you're you you have to go. So this is a game where you're going to die hundreds of times in your efforts to to get out. Now, yeah. All that said, uh, is the game cheap? Yes. Is the game dirty? Does it fight fair? No. But, it does play fairly with the controls. I will say that. Now, I can't imagine, by the way, Brent, playing this... I disagree. Well, I can't imagine playing this game on a joystick built into your computer. That seems like it. Because what happens when you get mad at a game? What's the first thing? You chuck that joystick across the room. (laughs) And I can see someone picking up the Enterprise and pulling a Bane. You know, like on Batman, just lifting it high in the air and then breaking it over their knee, because that's what I would want wanted to do. <clears throat> uh, but uh, in terms of using just an emulated joystick to play this, which is what I did, yeah, I thought it controlled well. Uh, I mean, you have to... It's This is a game that it's not bound by... One thing you've got to remember when you play this is that you can do things you normally wouldn't think you could do. For example, you're sliding down like a fireman pole... All right, you could jump off the pole. Most of the time oh, yeah. you can. Yeah. You're going down a, you're going down like a slide trap. You could jump off the trap. Stuff like that, you could actually get away with. It uh, you know, it lets you have the freedom that, because you sort of have to do that stuff. Yeah. And I think part of this game is figuring out how to avoid these uh, uh what, what you know, death traps in in an obvious way. Now some things not no amount of uh of uh, dexterity or, or joystick prowess is going to let you get. It's going to let you uh, avoid. You just have to time it. And I'm talking like the lasers and the fire. You just have to not get yet to. And the, and the fire flashes at an alarming rate, doesn't it, Brandon? I mean, it it's really. Fast. It's really tough to avoid. It, and those are the parts of the game that I hate the most. I don't mind the death traps and all the spikes and the landmines. And the electrical platforms, you don't want to leave those out, where your guy gets shocked to death. They're everywhere. I don't mind that stuff, but the, because you can sort of avoid this, but the fire is so hard to time that it, that, that really... I didn't like that, I can say that. With See, no... my
1: problem's not the fire. Alright. My problem is, since you are continuously losing health, you can't stop and think about going through the fire. And when you can't stop, because the fire is probably the the hardest uh, obstacle to avoid. And when you cannot stop and center yourself and wait for your opportunity to go, because your health bar is depleting that quickly. I mean, it's insanely how fast it goes out uh, out of health. And there aren't nearly enough items to pick up to regenerate your health.
0: Yeah, and it's not the worst than getting well into the level and dying, and you're like, what happened? And you're like, well, that bar went away. Uh, we should also mention, on the first level, there's also the old disappearing floor into the spike routine that's right behind the fire and or, across from a landmine. You get yeah. the point here. If you're not watching this at home, I would look this up. It is double, double deadly. Yeah, now, well, you get, and I'm
1: It's sorry. actually, it's unfairly hard. Yeah, Because your controls, while they're, they're okay, they are not precise because If you are in between steps, you cannot jump. He will take one more step before jumping. And the reason why that's a problem is there are so many traps. I mean, on a platform where you can walk maybe five steps or take two jumps, there are at least two hazards. And it makes it so you have to be precise, and that half step you have to take
0: before you can jump again Will almost certainly get you killed. Well, you, you uh, have to sort of build that into your mindset when you play. And that becomes it's sort of like in games where guys have momentum when they turn. You you can't control it. You just have to you have to sort of tell yourself, well, okay, I, I, there you go. Uh, this game is a, 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 a sort of flip screen, but you can actually walk. I mean, there's other screen uh, that you can go to. Uh, y- your goal is to get a key and then unlock a chest. Ultimately, to get to defeat that level. Um, uh, difficult. I was able. I was able to get the key a few times, and I was near the chest. It's just that that combination of the fire, the landmine, and the uh, missing, the disappearing floor. I just couldn't get around it, man. I tried. I must have played this game a thousand times, and I just couldn't get past it. I mean, it does remind me of Manic Miner. Uh, in that in that category, it's gonna it's one of these games. you just the that's what they they just make you play it and play it and play until you got the level memorized. And I will say one thing about a game like this is, uh, you actually memorize the level. You don't have any choice, do you, Brad? Yeah. You, it you it's just like a Dragon's Slayer. It's we I made the same comparison when I played Manic Miner before. In Dragon's slayer there's one right combination of moves, or you or you die. Right. That's exactly the same way it is in these. There's no. There's no, like, hey, I'm gonna take this my own way. You do it, you have to do it perfectly, and you have to do it the same way that they want you to. There's no cute way around it. And that makes it a very difficult game until you figure out that that path. And so there's and not, not much you real can do quickly,
1: about it. uh, the sound on this, they're all beeps and boops. Yeah. Uh, which is funny, not, because it doesn't need to be that way. I yeah, was it's not great. The animation is very fluid. The game is fast. Yeah, it is. It is crazy fast. Um... I would not I would not bother learning an Enterprise emulator to play this game. Uh, if it's set up on someone's system already and you, you can just sit down and play it, sure, give it a look. But it's a game you have to spend hours on
0: learning, and it's not good enough to do that. Yeah, I, well, you know, this is one, if you're into, if you like Manic Miner and you want another challenge... I mean, I will say this game seems a little more the 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 levels I saw. Of course, I only played the one, but the ones I saw, they they seem. This is this seems like it's going to be a little more. I mean, Manic Miner is a platform game, but it's also it's it's like its own crazy game of absolute death. This is this is a lot like that. So, I mean, if that's your cup of tea, you know, go for it. I will. I should mention uh, that this is a game that we from a company that we've actually looked into before, Brent. They seem to pop up quite a bit that Laura Seals uh which i believe were based in France uh, they released this in 85 yeah french company uh, we touched on them before uh back in the day but they did a lot of stuff on the thompson if you'll recall which we which we covered a long time ago uh, well you so, can
1: tell this is a well this is a well programmed game i just don't think the level
0: design uh is good yeah and i'm going to i think I, it's over i think it's overkill yeah i'm gonna, i'm going to agree with you on that uh, there were no. I couldn't find any reviews on this stuff. I found well, that's not true. I found one guy reviewing this stuff in kind of Garion, and he was not overly impressed with Devil's Lair, uh, because it was too hard. So, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with him on that one. Yeah, difficult game. Uh, only play if you want a extremely uh hard challenge. Painful challenge. So, with that game out of the way, again, me and Brent do we never talk. About what games we're gonna pick until after we pick them. Very rarely, so and, and the only times we ever do it's when we when we are asking if that game's gonna be uh, allowed. I used to have to run a game past Brent. Is can I do this crazy thing? Brent would be like, no. But uh, this week we did not discuss these games, and so Brent, of his own volition, decided to pick something I would consider pretty similar to the Devil's Lair. Brent, what do you got?
1: I went with Jack's House of Cards. Jack's House of Cards. While similar in tone, that's where the similarities end. Uh, This, where uh, Devils had nice, smooth animation and good graphics, uh, Jack's House of Cards is not that way. (laughs) It has very blocky graphics, very colorful, uh, and you can tell what everything is. Uh, But it's very more uh, ZX Spectrum-style blocky graphics. Uh, In House of Cards, and Aaron will disagree with this, but this is the direct Hungarian translation of the jacket based on the first release of the game. It says, Poor Jack wants to build a card castle. To do this... You need as many cards as you need to collect in a maze. Of course, there are plenty of dangers lurking in the way. So there you go. Now You're... if if
0: I may, if sure. I may. Since I I downloaded the tape jacket for this, and, and again, me and Bert discussed this before the before we went on the air. Uh uh the the jacket for this and, and, and that I read is totally different. So here's the story on it. Uh, alright Jack, the Queen of Hearts has promised you her undying love, and her heart of course, if you can collect the missing aces. The bad news is that they are hidden in the creepy house of cards, and guarded by all sorts of hazards, her electric force builds to crushers from crumbling platforms and pathways to all sorts of monsters. So there you go, that's that's uh, more or less what that says, That that's a better, that's a better that's a better story than yours. The make a house of cards. Story. Trust me, who wants to make and live in a house of cards? <laughs> Jack. I mean, if you're going after the Queen of Hearts love, I'll, I'll buy that. You'll do a lot of stupid crap for love. You'd have to be an insane lunatic to do this to build a house of cards. <laughs> Carry so on.
1: Before, oh Aaron, I actually want you to give your synopsis of the game first. Because I'm going to go on a tangent, and there's not going to be any stepping in. Okay, great. So tell great. me what you thought of this game, and how far you got
0: into it. I didn't get far. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, much like uh, the uh, Devil's Lair, I couldn't get off the first screen of this uh, game. This is a basic game. We should mention that. Uh, so, uh, I, th- th- and so, it, and it. But I mean, it, for a basic game, there's a lot going on. I mean, this. They're not kidding when it says force fields and and. Uh, creatures and crumbling, uh, crumbling, uh, stuff, you're, and you're jumping over, sp- uh, what I assume are spikes, they look more like, well, like, let's say bras, so they look like demands. The man. <laughs> there's, look. there's certainly spikes. Yeah. I don't know
1: how you could ever or the
0: rounded eyes. top is what, ge- what what changed my mind. But anyway, uh, in all honesty, this game was so difficult that it drove me bananas, and I had to, I had to really uh, focus in. I played this one second, so the Devil's Lair had sort of honed my baloney skills at these certain death games. Uh, but the, the it's one of those games where you don't know what you're doing. So at the very beginning, can I pick up these? They kill me. Okay, Jack jumps like like he's on the moon. I mean, and, and plus, whenever you jump, you don't just jump. It's got a accompanying noise. All right. And then, and most games have a jump noise, you know. Said look, so, not this. Rrrr, this long, drawn out thing. And you hear it <laughs> over and over and over. And after a while, you just want to rip out your own ears. The, uh, the way Jack jumps, I mean, one thing about him, this guy's got great height. He's this guy's got the, ups, yeah. Yeah, Jack can go. <laughs> uh, but the problem is, if you've got to learn to control these jumps early on, this is another game we had to have sort of pixel perfect jumping. And early on, I would make the jump, but I would keep going. I would die. You have to sort of stop the jump button right when you get to the platform. Uh, uh, it's strange. I, I, but I mean, I got i have got competent at jumping. The problem with this game is it's a, it's another game that's really hard. Uh, I don't think it's as hard as the Devil's Lair. But I mean, I didn't get any further, so I guess I can't say much about it. But you are picking up these cards. Uh, the, um, the, the 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 at least on the first level where there are ace, these flashing ace monsters that try to kill you. There's the what got me on this one was the floor. You, Jack can't take fall damage. He can fall a little ways, but if he falls too far, he dies. Yeah. Um. He dies a lot. It, much like uh you, much like in um um uh, Devil's Lair. You also get uh, a bunch of guys. You know, so it doesn't screw you. Five. Yeah, well, I mean, five's a bunch. You know, I think. Uh, But no, did I like this game? I would say no. Uh, Did I appreciate the effort in basic? Yes. I thought it was for a basic game. I thought it was pretty darn slick, you know, frankly. But it is really tough and too tough for me. There you go. My synopsis. Okay. So let's talk about
1: what Jack House of Cards is and what it isn't. First of all, like Aaron said, the jumping in this game is very awkward. Uh, It is very long and very high, but your angle of up and down is small. So you go up at a very small angle to a, a very high height, and then you come down at that same angle. So that makes jumping very awkward. Instead of jumping... One or two steps before what you want to jump over, you are literally have to jump nine or ten steps. Okay, so that trying to try to visualize this for those uh, listening at home, you have to get used to that, and it is a very hard thing to get used to. The game has nine levels, and I using save states because I didn't have the time to learn every level to the point where I could just go and go and go. Using save states, I made it through all nine levels. I was cheated, though, because the last level can't be completed. You collect all the cards, and after you collect all the cards, you have to tag, basically, this ending post. And to tag the ending post on level nine, you have to fall... Farther than your man can take damage. So when you fall to get it, you die. The level design on this is all over the map. Uh, levels one and two are so difficult, especially for starting levels, that almost no one's going to ever get past them. Okay? That's frustrating. That's really bad game design. But levels three, four, five, and six are all very nice. They're a challenge that is acceptable without being so over the top. Uh, And then the last few levels are are stupid crazy again. This game, to me, is a very... um, It shows its age of the time where I think these programmers were able to get something on the screen that looked appealing but had no concept of how to build a level or how to do game design. And I think this is uh, something that was very prevalent back in the 80s especially where you get these kids, you know, teenagers who are gifted uh, Mm -hmm. in the realm of code but just don't have any concept of what makes a good game. Uh, And I think this falls squarely into that mark. Because the game itself, yeah, the jumping mechanic's really strange. And I actually like the going up and down sound. I really enjoy it, actually. Good thing. Um, Yeah, well, I played this game for four and a half hours. Oh! Uh, And and (laughs) most people are going to load this up, and they're going to play it for literally five minutes because it's slow and it feels weird, although some levels are very peppy. Like levels, I think three... And especially like 6 and 7, you move at twice the speed as you do on the rest of the levels. I guess it's just because there's less stuff going on. I don't know. I'm not a programmer. I don't know how that stuff works. But I am amazed that if you take the time to play this... And I actually, I don't recommend it. Because most people don't want to set through this. It's a chore. But if you take the time and respect that someone put in the effort to get this game on the screen it, it's very rewarding what's not rewarding is to think about how awesome this could have been if this guy or girl i don't know who programmed this game it was uh released by rom Tech software limited uh but if the if someone would have been by their side and said you know this level is really difficult and it's the first level we probably need to tone this down and let people get into the game more this could have been a really enjoyable experience the colors are great the graphics aren't great but it's in basic like you said uh it, everything looks like something it's all relatable i really enjoyed this game i was very very frustrated that i could not complete the level the last level or what is presumed to be the last level uh, and it kind of robbed me of my ending uh
0: but I really enjoyed this game you know I, I can't you you reminded me of me a bit uh, <laughs> when, and I, because again I'd go back to we you know me and Bode have tried jet set Willie and manic minor <clears throat> and I got into a zone uh when I was playing manic minor uh and it was I mean it was the, both the games we picked today were very similar to that and yeah the games of this era. Uh, and this is a game I think that saw this of the games and it was and was Cosmic is sort of the the big one, but th- these are kind of I wouldn't say clones, but they're following in the same footsteps. Games of this era, you, I always think to myself, okay, this is sold to someone who's probably getting one game that month. They're going, and this is a game where you can sit around. Uh, when you, I mean, we've both been there where you only have a few games, yeah. and you sit around and you just play whatever you've got. Over and over and over, and so I could absolutely see someone. There's a certain when you finish a level in a game like this. There's a certain amount of glee you can get that you. that's hard to replicate playing anything else, uh, you know. And and you really, a real a real sense of accomplishment when you. When you, I remember, I remember I couldn't get past the first level of Manic Miner to save my life, and I tried and I tried and I tried. And finally, after hours and hours of toil, I managed to get past it. And much like your game, uh, from what you're saying. Uh, I once you get past the first level, you can actually knock off the uh, next couple levels, and have and have and have a chance to do get at least a f- four or five levels in. But they're one these games they, uh, they uh don't give you any breaks, and they're hard on purpose to try to hose you. And so you that if you're into that sort of game, this is a perfectly fine game. And like I said, for a basic game, there's a lot going on. Now if it's slow, I mean, so you have to. You would think that would make it easier, but it doesn't. Doesn't. I mean, really. It, it, well, it's it, 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 it. If you sped it up, uh, it would probably be just as hard. I don't think it would be easier at all, and I don't think it would be harder. I think it'd be just about the same. Uh, it. This game has a certain cadence you play it at. Uh, the sounds, of course, are hideous, no. uh, but uh, which I can't figure that out. Because they have it can have good sound. I don't know why it doesn't on these games. Uh, But, uh, you know, a basic game, I guess I can understand it. But, yeah, overall, I mean, do I like it? No. Would I play it again? No. But I do understand where they were coming from uh, when this got made. So, there there you go. I
1: I think if someone was helping with level design on this, uh, because the, the, the core elements are there, and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of different things. Also, if you do ever plan on playing this, know that if you hold up on the joystick and hit the jump button, you will jump straight up. That is an absolute requirement, even on the first
0: level. Yeah, yeah, you have to do that one. Um,
1: Yeah, I I really appreciated this game, but it made me so frustrated that I couldn't complete level 9, and it made me sad because someone had put in the time to get so much on the screen, and just level design made it, Unplayable for ninety five percent of its
0: audience. You know, it's a shame you didn't record your play because there are no uh, on either game. It really, you should probably go back and do this, Brent, because neither one of these games have a, a play on YouTube where anyone gets anywhere. Yeah, I know. You know, and I couldn't. I made videos that were, and but I didn't use them because they were just. I was dying just like they did. So I was like, well, I'll just use these. You, I would love to see you put something together uh, to at least uh, show people some of these other levels because it might be. Might be kind of interesting and fun. You, you know, know what else is... Fresh in my head, I'm, I might try to do that. There you go. You know what else is interesting and fun, Brent? Me? Ha ha ha! No. It's the wheel.
1: Oh, yeah. That...
0: All right. It's time to spin the wheel. <laughs> there was no edit there. Seamless. <laughs> now so... everyone's
1: going to think, oh, well, they just spun the wheel until they got what they wanted.
0: <laughs> I forgot to load the wheel. I'll admit it. So... Brent, this week we've added, uh, as our retro wewind piece, the Atari Jaguar. Roar! That's one of the first shows you did, wasn't it? Was the Jaguar? Uh, yes. And then we've also added, uh, a Brent, a new Brent piece, the Commodore CDTV. The CDTV, Brent. That'll be fun. <laughs> you Are you... Re- re- oh, Brent, rookie. tell them about the locks. Uh, due to the loss
1: of three shows, uh, with John taking on a more uh, demanding job role we have locked in the TRS-80, the Atari 1200XL, and the Spectrum. If they are spun and chosen, they will not be removed from the wheel and we will just spin them again next week.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay. Are we ready? We are. Do we, you you want to make a prediction? Uh, it is crates time. Socrates. Alright. That'd be great. I know where we can get one. Ah! Uh, the heck of a mighty spin. And the winner is Uh what is the winner? It's the Fujitsu Micro 7. What the? What, we the, can't, what is Canada that? A week
1: off, can we?
0: The Fujitsu Micro 7?
1: I don't know, what man. What the hell
0: is that? That's on you. I know,
1: that's not one of my pieces.
0: <laughs> the Fujitsu... Okay, well... So, next week, Brent, we will be playing games on the <laughs> Fujitsu... Micro 7. That hopefully, be... hopefully we'll
1: be playing games for the Fujitsu you've, Micro 7. You've
0: done it again, Brent. You told me these new pieces were going to be dynamite. My God, you weren't kidding. But that was an old piece. Well, it's That's not that been old. been on the wheel for, for months. Well, not anymore. It's off the wheel now. <laughs> so, Brent, just a quick uh, shout out to uh, all of our uh, good buddies that are supporting us on anchor.fm slash ARG dash presents if you want to uh slide a buck or two our way uh we are uh we Don't have all of our sh- we have all uh, of our shows up on uh, anchor slide the, us 10 bucks yeah the, we love it the anchor uh uh is a is a good spot because it lets us hold every show we've ever done i mean i guess that's good if you want to go back and listen to our shows and, and critique them uh as as much as it pains me to say this if you would. Uh, if you would be so kind to leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, these suckers still have the monopoly on podcast reviews and we are literally bending the knee to Apple. We would appreciate if you would know, Aaron, it if you're you repeating give us all the love. stuff
1: that they're going to hear in just a moment. No need to do
0: that. Oh, good point. I, I just like to I like to get it out of my system, man. Hey, I'm also gonna thank BarkBit for the song and for the grab. Yep, Yeah, uh, yep, I did that for years. You can't just too. turn that you can't just turn that off, man. You got anything you want to say to anybody?
1: Uh I'm gonna say hello to a couple lurkers in the chat, like uh Bristoler Rich or Bristoler Itch. Uh let's see, Hamo one lurking there with us. Uh, we got a little bit of uh, lurks and uh, a Z nine K nine lurking oh, him, in chat him. today. And then in for some of our chatters, we got Duncan Styles, we got Roushey, M S X, we got Buck Owens, Duncan <laughs> Styles, Picard is in chat. Uh, that's a lot of letters: A Z T O C K dog. We got Mitts, we got uh, my lovely, lovely wife, uh, Del Monte
0: '78, and several others way up there in the old Chatteroon. <laughs> I think Paul was in here. We had a had a good group today. We appreciate y'all coming out. Uh, one thing we should mention, uh, aside from the fact that you can list of all of our shows on uh, the uh, lovely anchor, is that uh, as we close the show each week, uh, Brent has put together uh, an elaborate arcade. Uh, presentation featuring all of our uh supporters, and then and if you uh chip in, you are featured alongside these luminaries. And also, what makes it more fun for me is that Brit has to go to reproduce an, an elaborate new video. So, any, anytime we get <laughs> anytime someone pitches it even a buck, that means Brit's got to go to work, which although, I love that.
1: Although, I the buck folks are going to get uh, grandfathered in. We might have to change that after a no, while. No,
0: never, never. In fact, one penny get you on. Put it well, in... no, it has <laughs> to. The lowest is a dollar. Yeah, so, anyway, thanks for coming out. Uh, next week we'll be doing what did I say? It was the Fujitsu, it Micro Seven. That's what we're going to be doing next. I had to look it up again because it's so <laughs> obscure. Thanks for coming out, and we will catch you guys on the flip side. Until then, Micro Seven. Have a good one. Thanks
1: for joining us today, we really hope you enjoyed the episode.
0: We'd like to say hello to all
1: of our YouTube subscribers as well as all of our Twitch followers. We want to say a special thank you to Duncan Styles, who does all of our awesome vector graphics and to BarkBit for writing our incredible closing theme. Would you like to help keep ARG spinning for as little as a dollar a month? You can do so at anchor.fm slash arg presents. Help keep us spinning. Just like these fine folks John Deckman, Chris Fools, Frodo NL, Gary Heather, Anthony Purvis, Graham W. Vetke, John Schaller, Terry Howard, Hermsky and Retroalgae. Don't want to explain another credit card bill? That's okay, too. You can help us by leaving us a positive review on Apple iTunes and Spotify. Have an idea you'd like to add to the wheel? You can contact us at ARG at Mail.com ARG films live on Twitch every Sunday, 9 a.m. EDT.